0: Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to WFMJ's podcast today. I'm Erin Simonek, and I have the privilege to be joined with Helen Lee Buig. She's a fake news expert and the founder of the Reboot Foundation. Helen, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted. Yeah, so we're talking fake news today. I know leading up to an election, especially a presidential election, that's when a lot of fake news can easily spread around. I mean, I know a lot of people myself, they may be sharing unreliable sources. Um, and, and it's a time where a lot of people don't trust the news because they see unreliable sources a lot. So let's start there. You know, what's your general opinion with election season and and maybe how to combat that fake news that we see especially now in, in 2020 more than ever?
1: Well, um I mean as you know Aaron, fake news is not that an old phenomenon. I mean the first time it was coined was actually the last American election in 2016. So four years later, unfortunately we have not combated against fake news, but it's even more prevalent probably than four years ago. Um, I think the real challenge on fake news is the fact that most people believe that they categorically recognize fake news, but in reality, the majority of people actually fall prey to fake news, both in terms of unreliable websites and sources, as well as clickbaits.
0: So, I mean, let's just give some basic examples. I know I see when I go on social media, people will share an update about President Trump or uh, Joe Biden. And I'll look at the site and I won't recognize the site that they shared it from. Um, you know, information will be very skew. And unfortunately, a lot of people, I mean, as professional journalists, we know the difference between a reliable source and and where to source proper information, but a lot of people don't. I see it on my own social media channels. So what would you tell people who really have no um, understanding or need help understanding where to find those proper sources?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just first being aware that we are all prey to uh, fake news, especially on social media. And that we need to remind ourselves, as you just mentioned, that we need to review the sources, actually look at the author, understand the background. Could there be biases? And actually, if there is an article on a specific topic that you start questioning, then do a search and look for other articles around that topic, because usually um, you might have different views or um, at least a perspective where the article that you've read has been very much biased.
0: And would you recommend people to double check information and fact check information? I know sometimes when I look at, you know, for example, CNN, and Fox News, a lot of people think they can't even trust those sources. Would you recommend uh, fact checking articles even from credible sources?
1: Yeah, I mean, already, um, if people could just go on reliable sources alone, that would be a big step in the right direction. But I i actually am going to give you an example of something that a friend of mine did, um, which is on all of, he actually deleted all of his apps and then he decided to put on his iPhone only different um, applications that are paying applications, first of all, from journals. And secondly, um, he deliberately tried to put on applications that were a little bit more uh, left-leaning or right-leaning, meaning Wall Street Journal to um, New York Times. And at least what in his mind, what that forced him to do was when he's sitting there waiting um, in, in the subway and he's looking at multiple different uh, partisan views so that he can at, at least have a, a more general, um, unbiased uh, view about a topic.
0: Okay. All right. Got that. So let's talk about the limit of exposure to misinformation. What are the first steps with that? I mean, do you have any advice on on basically how to limit yourself from from seeing that misinformation?
1: Well, the first and foremost is we need to limit ourselves on social media because unfortunately, the American population, over 90% of the information that we get today is from social media. And as our research demonstrated, those who spend a lot more time on social media is actually more susceptible to fake news um, because social media and the al- algorithm that it's designed, it actually does prey on our emotions. So hence, we become a little bit more susceptible to um, probably you know not being able to um, notice our cognitive biases and let our emotions come into play rather than really thinking about the information.
0: Now let's jump into more of uh political news when it comes to you know of course conservatives they prefer watching Fox News um people who are more of a liberal stance watch let's just say CNN for example do you think that if people only focus on a broadcast news platform or you know company that delivers to their liking and their opinions and their understanding i mean do you think that that's Healthy? Do you think that they should not be doing that? Do you think they should be, you know, trying out different broadcasts and, of course, fact checking with maybe uh, print sources as well to make sure that the information they're getting is factual enough for them to form their own opinion?
1: Well, I think the beauty of democracy in and of itself is the fact that we can have different opposing views and actually even change our own opinion. So if we're only looking at the sources that tend to be selective thinking or validating our own opinion and our own thinking, then, um, I mean, that's one approach, but obviously we're stuck in our bubble. We're not being more open-minded. And I think that's the whole basis and origin of critical thinking that we're actually human beings are capable of um, thinking about our own thinking and maybe changing even our minds on specific positions uh, on, on specific topics.
0: Okay, so I believe we're about 50 days out until the election, maybe even like closer now. Yeah, Yeah. less. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it's coming up fast. And especially with tonight, they have their first debate. Uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump have their first debates tonight in Cleveland. Uh, What do you expect to see um, coming out of news outlets and, and maybe what do you expect to see people sharing that may be misleading and, and, um, may lead more people to misunderstand, you know, the two candidates leading up to election day?
1: You know, um, clearly the biases, at least the clickbaits are going to be again, that old Joe made gaffes, right? Um, cause there's this common notion, for example, that. Um, Joe, you know, Joe Biden is confused, you know, that alone, as you know, is a bit of disinformation that almost um, the public is now taking for granted, for example. So um, clearly with the public debate, um, it's probably going to be those types of clickbaits that are going to take snippets of the debate um, for those who don't actually sit and listen to the entire debate that's going to be passed around, which again, is not very helpful.
0: Right. Exactly. And of course, it was something so important like a presidential election. This is when you really need credible journalism. So it's important now more than ever.
1: Absolutely. And that's why it's important that folks like, like you continue um, to, you know, making sure that we we have the relevant factual reports out there.
0: All right. Helen Leibwig, thank you so much for being with WFMJ today. We really appreciate your time and all of your information.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Take care.